The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. This is not about freedom. America. I'll use my power to get them out of the way. America. Come on. I got hairy legs. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Ol Normoth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 Hundo. And 29 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex. We all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, bushes, busses, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. In today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2. Flexing on all you be all right, Sunday, April the 9th. Welcome, everyone. Today is Ask Papa Swolio Live, which means you could start dropping your questions in the comments down below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. We do have some calls that we will get into, and also we'll take some questions from Shitstagram. But if you have a live question, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Welcome, everyone. Make sure you hit the like button. Everyone give the thumbs up and it's available everywhere. The audio podcast, you can catch all the other episodes. We have 2,528 other episodes over there on the podcast. We're available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcast, rumble, check out the daily soul everywhere and make sure you hit that thumbs up and leave us a five-star review. If you enjoy the show, let's get into it. Let's bust the nut wide open and we'll give away the swole card at the end of today's episode. But first, fam, drop in the comments down below. What did you smash today? <laughs> That's nice. All right, the nut has been busted. WWPSD. What does that mean? What would Papa Swolio do? So again, for those of you that celebrate, happy Easter. And we know that Jesus deadlifts. And of course, so does Papa. What would Papa Swolio do? I think most of us know that he would go to the fucking gym and eat some steak and such something along those lines. So drop that hashtag down in the comments below and let's get right into some questions. Let's see the Tainty Man first. Aww. Tainty boy. Tainty Man. 
He's a cute. He's a cute beach. All right. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Let's kick it off today with a call. This one's from Sai. Lots of questions today. If you got them, drop your question in the comments below. Sai, you're on the line. Hello. Um, my question would be that I'm a vegetarian and hard for me to get the food in, the calories in. And I don't know what to do. I've been trying for a long time and I just can't seem to get the calories in. So... Do you have any tips on how to get the calories in to bulk properly and do it the clean way? And yeah. Sai, you don't sound happy to be a vegetarian. You don't sound happy. So yeah, maybe because maybe you're a little bit low energy. Maybe you're a little bit low energy because you need some meat. Now let's talk about this seriously for a second. I know that he's asking because he's a vegetarian. So there's an interesting, and this is my opinion, so take it for what it's worth. And I think it's worth its weight in knowledge cock. Thank you very much. Thank you. Because, because. But when you say, Papa Swolio, I'm a vegetarian and I'm having trouble getting in my protein and getting in my energy, my calories. Yeah, you are. What should I do because I'm a vegetarian? Well, let me ask you a question. Why the fuck are you a vegetarian? And this is just because you're asking me. This is not me picking someone off the street and saying this in their face. You called in. You're asking me, how do you get in more calories? How are you? <laughs> but you're a vegetarian. You're creating the problem. That's my opinion. You're creating the problem and then looking for a solution in every place except for where it actually is. My food is vegetarian. The animals that I consume, they are vegetarians. I'm curious as to why you are. If it's for religious reasons, that's one thing. It doesn't make it any better, just so you know. It doesn't make it any healthier for you if it's a religious reason. There's just a little bit more purpose. I understand that. But at the same time, it really comes down to why are you? No one's forcing you to do that. No one's forcing you. Curious. I'm curious as to why. Why? That's more important to me. And then if I have that answer, I can go a little bit more specific, but you're saying getting enough calories. There's no shortage of calories when it comes to being a vegetarian, because you could pound fucking carbs all day. That's not a good idea in my opinion, but there's no shortage of calories and vegetarian doesn't mean not eating eggs. So I want to know more details as to what you're doing as a vegetarian. Because you can do, I don't think being a vegetarian is a great idea, personally, but you can do vegetarian much more effectively if you're eating eggs and cheese and stuff like that, rather than, which would technically be vegan, something that's, nothing is coming from animal sources. So, And I always like people to, def, to actually define it, because some people say vegetarian, but then they're not eating eggs. So it's like, you're pretty much a vegan. You're pretty much a vegan if you're not eating eggs. Well, this is why I was asking. Matthew says in the chat, uh, you know how many people don't actually understand why they are vegetarian. That's why I'm curious. If someone says, I'm religious, my culture, we don't eat these foods. It doesn't change the fact that I would say, you're still holding yourself back. You're still going to be suffering the consequences regardless of the reason. But if it's a loosely held reason, if it's, well, I heard it was better for me, so I'm just doing it. That's a shitty fucking reason. So it makes it even easier to kick that to the curb. Some people think that they need to be a vegetarian because they're trying to lower their cholesterol or something like that. But it's not required. I can't imagine not consuming nutrient-dense animal proteins. I, it blows my fucking mind that people still do that today. Okay, that being said, let's get into another question. Let's take one from 
Instagram. This one's from Gabe Fluellen. Interesting name. Gabe Fluellen on Instagram. And I've mentioned this on previous episodes. If you want to call into the show, go to askpapasolio.com and call in. How can I get back on track after a bulk went too far? Question mark. Please help me. How can I get back on track after a bulk went too far? Well, let's redefine this and clarify. Let's translate this, Gabe. You ate like a fat fuck. That's pretty much it. You ate like a fat ass. That's not bulking. That's just getting fat. And getting fat is not required to put on muscle. It's not required to get fat. It's a lazy way of putting on size. You need to get quality food. If you want to actually be healthy in the process of doing it, if you're trying to get as big as possible because you just want to look a certain way or you're bodybuilding, you can do things. There are ways to get great results by doing things really poorly. So I always want to clarify that. Can you eat shit food or an extra amount of garbage calories and put on size quicker? Of course, you're putting on more fat, but you're also causing your body a lot of side effects and negative things that will affect you long term. So looking back on the choices that I made when I was getting bigger, you don't have to. It's not required. You don't have to be in a disgusting surplus and sucking down fast food and weight gainer shakes. That's not required. You just need more discipline and you need more preparation in terms of having the nutrition required. And you'll do much better for it. You'll be much more consistent. You'll get much better results. You won't have any of the side effects or sleeping issues or excessive body fat storage and such. So how can I get back on track by just doing it fundamentally the right way to begin with? I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you did. This is an Instagram question, so it's vague. So we have to fill in the gaps. How do I get back on track by getting back on fucking track? By eating the right foods for your body and not causing yourself pain, not eating poison. I wouldn't say the bulk necessarily went too far, but you overconsumed low quality foods. So the question is, Gabe, were you ever on track? And the reason why I say that is, have you done an elimination diet? Maybe he has. I don't know. Sometimes people, this might be, some people are members or more familiar with the content, but I see a different name in the live chat than on Instagram. So maybe Gabe is familiar with the elimination diet and has done it already. But if not, how are we so certain that you were on track to begin with and you were focusing on nutrient-dense food? Maybe you still had things missing which led you down the path of dirty bulking. Because if you were doing an elimination diet and you understood completely how foods affected you, you would probably be very, you would be doing it the right way. Because if you do an elimination diet and you want to pack on muscle, you increase the protein, you can increase the calories overall, which you know increasing the protein will by effect, depending on how the percentages of the macros, but increasing protein is increasing calories if everything else stays the same and you're lifting hard and you're putting on muscle slowly and consistently while staying lean or eating quality foods, you just eat more. You just increase what doesn't cause you negative side effects. So you do an elimination diet and then increase the volume to stay on track. So if you want to follow up with that, Gabe, happy to, if you want to give us some more details, or if you're listening, you post that on Instagram, if you want to call in and explain, hey, this is Gabe from the post about getting off track on a bulk. Please feel free to call in and give us a little bit more detail or show up to a live stream. So I like to answer questions the best that I can. But of course, when you're asking on Instagram, you can't put a long paragraph. So sometimes if it's a really lazy, short, vague question, we'll talk shit because it's like, come on, that's not even a question. But it's hard to give details. You can't give details on Instagram like that. So hopefully uh, Gabe will call in. Let's see, Lacey, Papasolio, my calves are brutally pumping up on incline hikes. I think it's ankle mobility thoughts. Brutally pumping up or you're seeing hypertrophy, but it's going to be inflammation. You're changing the stress. When you're hiking, you're doing a lot of stretch. You're doing a lot of soleus work also. Um, what a lot of people don't get is because when you're bending your knees and you're climbing up an incline, you're getting more soleus work because your Achilles tendon, your calves with the knee bent, you're going to activate more of your soleus muscle. And soleus is usually something that's classically undertrained and will get a lot more fatigued by a lot of Achilles tendon lengthening and stress like that. So it's a deep soreness. So if you're not normally doing seated calf raises or a lot of ankle mobility and soleus work, then that can definitely 
you'll feel that during during hiking and stuff like that. Could also be uh, peroneals too, or the fibularis muscles, whatever you want to call them, on the side that cause eversion of the foot and do a lot more stabilizing where you're doing inconsistent stepping like hiking and things like that. When you're doing a controlled calf raise or seated calf raise, you don't need the stabilization the same way. When you go sailing or snowboarding and you're in a position you're locked in or you're hiking and your ankles are kind of rolling but stabilizing, you're hitting a lot more muscles than when you're just doing a standing calf raise or single leg calf raise or seated calf raise. So you're exposed to a new stress and a lot of volume and taking a lot of steps and you're going up an incline. So Uh, Matthew says, personally, I think people don't train enough to actually need to worry about bulking, just lift for overload and eat good food for better recovery and fuel. Yeah, I, th I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I think it's like many things. People don't understand the consistency and the discipline, the dedication, the amount of effort it takes to get consistent results. So they lift casually and have this idea that because they lift casually that they're going to be their concept of getting results does not match their focus and dedication in the gym a lot of people go they have a gym membership and they go once in a while and they lift some weights and then they're asking questions about creatine and protein and bulking and they don't have the fundamental effort again it always comes to it always comes back to the fundamentals so they have this idea because they put in a little bit of effort, they overestimate the effort in reality. They think it's a lot more effort than it really is when it comes to forcing the body to adapt. If you think about it, and this is why I always explain adaptations with the human body in the manner in which I do, you're putting your body day in and day out in an environment. It's an environment of fucking heavy weights. It's an environment of mobility. It's an environment of kettlebells. It's an environment of dumbbells. It's an environment of heavy shit and your body has to survive. When you're putting your body through sets and repetitions regularly, what are you doing? You're exposing your body to stress regularly. So your body th um, thinks I'm living in a world of heavy shit. I'm living in a world of dumbbells and kettlebells and clubs. I need to adapt to this. So depending on the constant stress that you're putting it under, it will adapt. If you're doing random shit all the time, it won't adapt as efficiently. It won't develop muscular tendon ligament proficiency for those movements because it doesn't know how to adapt. It's getting exposed to just random shit. If you're consistent and building consistently over time, incrementally, your body will adapt much more readily to that specific stress. So it's very important to have a specific stress and have a specific goal in mind, and then you train appropriately, and then your body will adapt. So you literally have to force your body. You're just creating an environment. You're creating the weather for your body, the climate. You're creating an environment for your body. And if you do it properly, your body will be forced to adapt. So when you build muscle and you build shape, X, Y, and Z and strength, it's because you exposed your body properly to a progressive stress that it adapted to over time because you slept well and you ate well and you refueled it properly and you stressed it properly and you didn't do too much. You didn't do too little. And it takes time and practice, but most people don't train hard enough. They don't train consistently enough. They don't do any of the seven pillars, let alone all of them consistently and proficiently. So they're missing things and they're missing things that are much more impactful than they realize. They're missing mobility and recovery and mindfulness. It's not necessarily throwing on another 25 onto the bar, but it's much more important and shocker that people don't focus on the most important things that will get them the most results, which is why most people don't have results and are unhealthy because most people don't. Let's see. Uh, tech edition. Do you have any exercise or lifts you could recommend to strengthen my neck? I train jujitsu BJJ three times a week. Find my neck is incredibly tight and sore as the week goes on. Thanks. There are attachments you can put for your head. You can put a pad on your head with a weight to do cervical flexions. You could use a band around your head in an in a tabletop position and do cervical retractions. You can do lying down head movement or head with, with, uh, with plates or light dumbbells or ankle weights. There are different attachments, machines. You could also do neck rolls on your back, uh, certain wrestling movements. It's kind of hard to explain them here, but, uh, neck training is definitely cool. Some people do exercise where they, 
have like a weight pin and they actually tie a towel around it and use the muscles of their mouth and their jaw to lift and they just bite the towel that's attached to the chain to the weight and just do slight neck extensions or retractions. There's just different types of rotate of, of muscles in the neck. They're very sensitive. So you have to go very light and do more high repetitions and build that up over time. But you want to do the, you know, the lateral flexion. You want to do the rotation. You could do different movements. As you get started, it's really good just to start moving your neck in different positions and holding and doing general rolling and getting your neck used to moving in all those different directions too. Uh, your trapezius and very important posture with your shoulders and all those things. So there are certain, certain body weights you could do and things you could do with a Swiss ball, one of those inflatable balls that you can use against the wall to strengthen your cervical retractors for neck posture. So upper traps and shrugs and things like that are important, but they also have these things you can put on your head and different, uh, what's it called? Iron neck is one of them, but there are also certain attachments you can attach plates to. And there's a lot of different ways. My main recommendation is whenever you start something like that, it's very, very light for high repetitions, not to failure. The best thing you can do is do too little and be like, oh, that felt good. Or I felt a little bit sore. Cool. You de- the last thing you want to do is put on too much weight and fuck your neck up you don't want your neck being really sore but you definitely want your neck to be you want to build up all those small muscles in your neck with high repetitions not to failure do it more frequently very light sub max and build up that habit before you go heavier um let's see here let's take one from aditya takur calling into the show aditya aditya hey papa swallow i think have you ever wondered that if you take all your beard out you look such a cute little boy (laughs) or am i just imagining things i don't know i would check this guy's basement um I got hairy legs. It puts the lotion on its skin. Super creepy. Thank you for the uncomfortable call. We're all weirded out, and uh, thank you for that. This might be the same person. I think the email is the same. So if it is, that's pretty funny. Let's see what we got. Papa! It's the same one. Papa Swolo, what do I ask you, man? How the fuck Don't do can drugs, I get kids. rich? How can I get rich? Uh, you want to be wealthy. You don't want to be rich. So one of the things that you'll learn quickly is people that have money usually don't spend it on stupid shit. So one, stop spending money on stupid shit. Uh, Two, I would recommend buying Bitcoin, but that's not financial advice. That's just what I would recommend. And uh, yeah, there's a couple great books out there. You can read Price of Tomorrow by Jeff Booth. There's also another one, The Psychology of Money is a great book. I forget who writes it, but uh, best-selling books and they're fantastic. So Start there and uh, go to the fucking gym and stop being such a weirdo and don't diddle any kids. Just good recommendation. Thank you so much for calling. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. You know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Weird as fuck. All right, let's take another question from Instagram as if that's not weird enough. Drop in the comments down below. Questions, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. And um, if we don't have many more, we'll make it a short show. But if you got it, drop in the comments. Tanner Michael 13, Papa Soli, how do you get bigger legs? Well, most people don't train their legs hard enough. They don't understand how to push them to the limit. Also, there's some different strategies too. So I would recommend there are some key exercises that everyone should be doing, especially if you want to unlock some leg strength, training your adductors as well as your hamstrings properly from different lengths. I would recommend getting into Nordic curls. That's fantastic, as well as hip flexor strengthening. Yoga is amazing. Mobility is exceptionally important for the lower legs. Strengthening your anterior tibialis, doing toe lifts, toe raises, or uh, using a tib blaster bar that you can buy on Amazon and many other places. Also recommend certain, there's some options for building size in terms of splitting up leg days. You could do quad base days and also hamstring and posterior chain days. So you could train your legs twice a week. Uh, You can train your legs completely twice a week. You can do 
one leg day a week. There's a lot of different ways you can structure your leg training, but you want to make sure you have proper mobility to be able to squat properly. If you're very tall, you might want to elevate your heels under a board or some plates in order to keep your back upright. Uh, make sure you're practicing enough mobility to get your knees over your toes. Sissy squats are fantastic. Um, deep astagrass lunges are fantastic for the patellar tendon as well as the hip flexor mobility. So a lot of different options, but most people don't train legs hard enough and they don't experiment with reps and volume enough. High rep leg sets are brutal. Pushing to failure is brutal. It's one of the hardest muscles to push to that failure limit because with a lot of exercises, you have to be have someone spotting you properly because they can be very dangerous. Like a squat to failure is very dangerous if you don't have proper supports or a proper spotter that can help you bail out. But um, things like the hack squat machine, which I love if you do it properly, um, that's a great machine. Or Smith, Smith squat, if it's done properly with proper form, you can really get those close to failure or up to because you have safeties and supports ways to bail out and push yourself a lot harder than let's say with a completely free bar squat. So some ideas, but for everyone, I would say there's a couple exercises that will really unlock the legs. But I think if you really want to build size, people underestimate and don't pay as much attention to as they should with mobility. And if you have more mobility, you'll open up more muscle fiber activation. You'll get deeper into movements. You can really uh, push yourself a lot harder if you have really strong tendons and ligaments. So things like reverse sled pulls are a standard for me. I do them pretty much every single morning. Um, sometimes schedule or whatever, I might not do it, but usually I would say five to six days a week, sometimes seven. Um, I do some reverse and reverse sled pulls and walking forward, walking backwards. And that's a great way to strengthen your ankle joints and your patellar tendon and such. All right, let's see here. Let's take another. Oh, we just did that call. We did that, we, we did that weird call. Weird call. Very chill day and good questions. Good questions. This one's from Torbjorn Panzar. Torbjorn Panzar. Pampasolio, why don't you talk about eating and sleep well? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know that lots of people need to learn about it. Why don't I talk about eating and sleeping well? Fam. Why am I not talking about eating and sleeping? Matt Damon. I really should start doing that. I should really start talking about eating well and sleeping well. I don't, I've never mentioned it. I really should. Thanks for the reminder. Uh, Edgar Verlo, Papa Suolio, should I go to the fucking gym this Sunday afternoon after a family lunch? Pro. Fuck. Really? Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. You absolutely should go to the fucking gym. You're getting a mad name. Matt Damon. You're insane, gold member. Yes. It's not even a question. Slap you across your fucking man tits. All right. Thrill slice. Will my mom say, Papa Solio, will my mom say I'm cuter if I go to the Puto Gimnasio? Oh, so cute, my son, my baby boy. Didn't. This is so fucking creepy. I think we read this before, um, but that's. Is this a list of things disturbing. I did to your mom last night? I really hope not. I recommend looking into therapy. Uh, I am prom. Pop. I am prom. I love lamp. I go to the fucking gym, but how do I manage the, the nourishment? It's way harder. Dot, dot, dot. I go to the fucking gym, but how do I manage the nourishment? I'm, we're officially going to change the seven pillars. Community, nourishment, training, recovery, mobility, mindfulness, and consistency. How do I manage the nourishment? Well, you need to eat enough protein and check out our content on the elimination diet, eating beef, organs, eggs, animal proteins. Please don't be a vegetarian like one of our earlier call or commenters or callers right i think he called oh god instagram questions adam thomas 2214 do you promote losing weight or just making gains uh, i promote people improving their lifestyle habits so losing weight we don't want to lose weight we want to lose body fat 
You don't want to lose bone density. You don't want to lose muscle mass. No one's here like, I'm trying to cut down on my muscle mass, said no one ever. I'm trying to lose some bone density. I have too many, too many bones, too much bone action, said no one ever. So let's clarify losing weight is getting rid of the extra human you have that's unnecessary and as a result of chronic inflammation and bloating and terrible lifestyle habits. That's what we want to lose, not muscle. Okay, let's see. Uh, Barrett X Papasolio, what's the best starter program for yoga? And how do you track training to failure when you train solo? Well, training to failure just means you can't do any more reps. And true failure is only going to come after doing some isometric holds and negatives, usually spotter assisted negatives. So if you're just doing, you know, pushing, pushing, uh, you can't get any more unless you're doing like getting someone to lift and busting out a few more negatives or isometrics or pulse reps or isometric holds, you're not really going to, you're not going to failure. That's how you get to failure. You have to overload the negatives and the eccentric. So you're not really going to negative. You're just, oh, I can't lift another one. You're just topping out at the weakest type of contraction, which is concentric. So once you can't lift another rep, you're just, you have, you have like, I would say maybe half a tank left in terms of squeezing out the rest of the rag in terms of the muscle. So you have three different types of contractions. You have the concentric when the muscle is shortening. You have the isometric when the muscle is not changing length. Let's say you're holding it at the top. Let's say you're doing a curl and holding it halfway just to burn out or something. And negative is when you're lowering the weight in that bicep curl, the muscles lengthening like the downward portion of a pushup or a squat or the lowering of like a leg extension. That's the negative. So you can do, you, you'll still have more in the tank for the negative if you had like a spotter lifted up and then you lower it again and lift it up and lower again. The negatives are the only way you're really going to get the muscle of failure. When you feel sore after workouts because of the negative, you're not getting sore from the concentric. You're getting sore from the negative, the eccentric contractions that you're doing. So when you're sore the next day, it's because of the eccentric. Uh, Heather McSwade, I thought true failure was puking or passing out. Uh, Lieutenant Dye. Yeah. Yeah, probably too much. Probably too much. It's a little too much. If you're throwing up, it's not necessary. I've only thrown up once in the gym, and it wasn't because I was training so hard I threw up. I guess it was something I ate or I had. Maybe I was sick and I didn't realize it, but I remember I was on a decline bench, slight decline, and I laid back, and I was about to do a set. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. So I got up, walked all the way down the hall to the bathroom in the... uh Athletic center is in college. I opened the door, went in, opened the stall and kind of like the part from the mummy when the guy, the bad guy opens his mouth and the bees just fly out. That's the way the vomit came out. I mean, I walked in, I opened the, the door and it was just, just fucking like when you just knock off the, the cap of a fire hydrant, it just spewed out. And then I went back and finished my workout. I felt fine. So I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but that's the only time I puked when I trained. Let's see here. I felt like passing out though. I've come close to that. That's, that's something I've done. Uh, Terry, what exercises should really be done with weights rather than exercise bands and body weight? What, I mean, any ones that you really want to build muscle with, it's just resistance. So with weights, weights and bands are the same thing. In other words, they're both external resistance. They just provide it in a different manner. So for example, dumbbells are pulling towards the center of the earth. Bands, you can create different angles, right? So if you put a dumbbell high, you can't pull it down. You'd have to be upside down to get that resistance because the dumbbell is going to fall down to the ground. Obviously, you know this, Terry, but I'm just explaining it. So for a band, you anchor to the top of a door so you can change where the direction is coming from. And of course, the more you stretch the band, the heavier it gets. So it's progressive resistance over that course of. So as you're doing the movement that the strength arc or the mechanical advantage of your muscle, because your muscle will be will have certain strength at different lengths. So it'll be weaker at the beginning of the movement, stronger in the middle of the movement, and then weaker at the end when it's too lengthened and too shortened. So every muscle has a perfect length of where that muscle can maximally produce a contraction. And as you get 
certain movements, maybe you're getting stronger, the band is still getting stronger. And when you're weakest again, it's still strong. It's just a different pathway. It's a different arc as when you're doing a lift with a dumbbell. So for example, if you're doing a chest press with bands, you can have resistance in a certain direction the entire time. It gets harder as you get stronger during the, the movement. If you have dumbbells, as you're pushing and you're bringing the dumbbells, you're bringing them together, moving horizontally, isn't there's no resistance. You're just moving it over. So there's no angular resistance. It's just still resisting going straight to the ground. You're just moving them together. So people press up and they squeeze together. It's just like an isometric. It's like you're flexing in the mirror. There's really no resistance. That's why having chest press machines where the track is going in, it's a different, you're getting more muscle activation at the end because you're actually, the angle of the machine is pulling across as horizontal adduction rather than just you pushing up and then moving the dumbbells together because there's no resistance in you know side to side parallel with the, uh, the plane of the earth. So it's different. Dumbbells and, or weights are weights. Chains are weights. So it's, they're all different. So, you know, th- that was just to preface the question. Uh, so what exercises, you know, if you want to, like, I wouldn't say there's certain exercises that shouldn't be done with weights, maybe lighter weights, but I personally wouldn't want to do band squats. I'd prefer to do barbell squats or front squats or Bulgarian split squats. Like I wouldn't want to use bands per se, not my preference, but it doesn't mean I haven't. It doesn't mean I wouldn't. And it doesn't mean that you can't get benefits doing it. It just might be hard to get into position or to be able to hold the band or to get a heavy enough band with that kind of like angle to get down for a squat. They have certain platforms that you can buy that have a, you know, it's like a home gym type thing with a band, but you know, it's not going to be as much as you can load a barbell, but you can have a barbell squat and have pegs and I have stands and pegs and I can tie bands around the bar. So you can do weights with the band. If you have a platform or deadlift with bands, right? You've seen that. So it's just different, different ways to produce or different ways to, uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, different ways to put your body into that environment, different ways to put your, to put your body or to expose it to resistance. So it's a different ways, different ways to put your body in that type of environment that it has to adapt. Uh, the tech edition, I've lost 75 pounds in the past year or so. Nice. And I have a lot of loose skin on my stomach. I'm now 195. Do I accept the loose skin as battle scars or is there something I can do to tighten it a little? As far as I'm aware, only surgery will tighten it. I don't know if there's going to be any kind of cream or anything that will make a noticeable difference. Might smooth the appearance of stretch marks. Um, I have stretch marks. Most people do, especially if you're putting on muscle and you put on muscle quickly. Unfortunately, that can happen if you get overweight very quickly and um, or you have it for a long time or you lose very quickly. Everyone's different. Some people kind of rebound back. It's interesting. I don't know if there's anything to get rid of it aside from surgery um, in that case. I always pose this to the community because I haven't personally had to deal with it, but I don't as far as I'm aware, there isn't something. Uh, and Spence, Papasola, I can't afford gym membership. I do yoga and walking. Is that enough to compensate? Uh, compensate from what? Like, that's fantastic. You don't have to have a gym membership to be healthy and to train yourself. You can get weights at home over time. You can maybe get something or find something for free on, you can go to a park. You can get some things at like flea markets or not flea, but someone's doing a yard sale or on Facebook marketplace. Maybe you find someone, Hey, I'm getting rid of these dumbbells for $10 and or free. If you pick them up and they're a little bit rusty and you clean them up or use them anyway, or you can make your own weights with jugs of water. You can go for a walk. You can do yoga. Yoga is fantastic. Walking is fantastic. Uh, you can lift anything. You can use anything for exercise and you can practice mobility in a great, which is strength through a full range of motion. Uh, mobility can be done without weights in many cases or bands. Like I said, you can get inexpensive things over time uh, to add to your home gym. So enough to compensate. It depends on what you mean. But I mean, you'll get different results, but you can still make amazing progress and be healthy and build strength and all that stuff. Brenda, do you have a recommendation for a brand for red nightlights? Because you never talk about sleep, right? LOL. Yeah, I never talk about sleep. It's pretty much like all I talk about sleep. I've literally done episodes 
in the last couple of days where I've literally talked about sleeping more important than nutrition, sleeping more important than food. Most people are like, no, I'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Try going without food or without sleep for a day. You know how you feel. Try doing it for two days, three days. You're not past the fuck out. Okay. Papa Soy, do you have a recommendation for red night lights? No, I don't. But we use them. We have like just red light bulbs. So I don't have an actual brand, actually. What I would recommend is turning your phone screen red. I know I've mentioned black and white in the past, but for a long time I've been saying red. Red is so much better. Turn it completely red. Your eyes will relax more than black and white will ever do. So definitely do that too. Uh, Alan, Papa Soy, I'm going to buy my first club. Is five pounds too heavy? Um, depends on how long you've been training for. You might find it heavy, but that's a pretty good starting size for a steel club for an adult male. I would just go very slow and learn the movements and be very, just respect it, respect it a lot. It should be fine. It should be fine if you have good form and you do your circles properly and get the hang of it. Should be okay if you've, if you're a fairly strong individual. When I say strong, strength doesn't really have anything to do with it. But I mean, if you've been lifting for a little bit, if you've never moved at all and you, it could be a little bit heavy, but you should probably be fine. Just take it slow. Barrett, Papa Soy, I'm planning on getting a club. Club fam. Nice. What's the best stuff to do to focus on grip, strength, and mobility? Thanks for the content. Encouraging me, encourages me to eat a steak and go to the fucking gym. Well, that's what, that's what we're trying to do. Fuck yeah! What's the best stuff to do? I would start with just basic underhand and overhand circles. You know, over, under. And then you can do the regular across, behind the neck. Yeah, you can start just like holding and going behind the neck and just doing the standard kind of like shield cast. So there's a lot of different movements. We have steel club programs in X and Swolenormous X, and we have Swollen 7 steel club as well. So I would just make sure you go light. Do not get a heavy club. Uh, if you've never swung a club before, a steel club, and you're a guy and you're like, oh, I'll get the 10-pounder, huge mistake. You're going to hurt yourself. Start very, very light. If you're starting with steel club, at the most a five pound for anyone, at the most. You can go lighter too, but they'll get plastic. If you're getting a wood club, even less. A wood club, you can start off with one pound clubs. Respect it. Clubs and mace, respect. Respect the clubs, respect the maces. All right, hashtag, what would Papa Swolio do? What would I do? I'd answer a few more questions if you have them, and then we'll give away today's swole card. WWPSD, we'll get this on some merch soon too. Okay, let's see here. We got one more Instagram question, and then we'll take maybe one more or something if we have live. Very chill APS today. Uh, Sammy Deluxe Zip 2. Papa Solia broke my wrist yesterday. What should I do? Leg day, motherfucker. Leg day. <laughs> broke my wrist yesterday. What should I do? broke my wrist leg day leg day leg day you should do legs <laughs> you should do legs okay reminder here we go let's see here reminder uh over there papasoyu.com check out the new merch we got the swolvada cadavra so that's a sweet design look at with low lord swoldemort on there casting a sick fucking spell to make sure people go to the fucking gym that's a swolvada that's the gaining curse the gaining curse, Swolvada Cadaver. So use code Daily Swole for 10% off and also check out the other new designs, including Swole Deanna Jones and The Last Rep and so much more all over there. Links in the show notes below too. Papasoya.com. But use code Daily Swole for 10% off and all merch, all merch, 10% off. 10% off with uh, code Daily Swole. All right, let's see here. Tomorrow... Tomorrow, we have our accountability meeting at 12 noon Eastern time tomorrow, April the 12th. So Boom get ready for some new releases. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I will announce here. Most of you know already, especially if you're members at this coming Thursday, it's our rise and swole at 9 a.m. on Thursday. So that we have coming up. So tomorrow is a live call for members only. Thursday is a live call in the morning for members only. So if you're ready to join the fam and get access to all of our programs, nutrition, meditation, 
Did I say yoga? I might have said yoga. We have almost 300 classes. We have all the Swollen 7 Steel Club programs. We have the Swole Flow Club programs, Mace programs. We have 90 Day Dash, Swole Season, Scorched Earth, Swole Mastery is our body weight program. So we have a lot of stuff inside Swanormous X. The website explains it all. So make sure you go over there, download the seven pillars. We have some free downloads over there as well if you're just coming across the podcast. So remember, it's just a learning experience. You're building, you're adapting. You're not going to know everything all at once. A lot of things are trial and error, but the most important thing is that you're not wasting your time, right? You're never wasting your time with the Swole Fam and Swolenormous X if you're applying yourself. So the most important thing is you're not missing foundational and fundamental things that are going to impact you the most. We focus in the Swole Fam on the things that are going to make the biggest difference, that move the needle the most. And that's what it's all about. Your training should be specific. It should be targeted and it should be enough to stimulate the growth and the change that you want and nothing more than that. And of course, you can also fill your day and focus on your meditation, go for nice walks, but like your training should be, okay, what am I doing? These fundamental habits, understanding what food does to the human body, um, how we benefit from it and much more than just calories in, calories out. Like I said, the training modalities, focusing on your training protocols in your life from a standpoint of recovery rather than an under recovery, rather than overtraining. Make sure that you're always giving your body an opportunity to repair, to heal, so you can come back stronger and uh, more effective in the next upcoming training session. So it's just really about training, you know, recovering enough to be able to hit it hard again. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Let's give away today's swole card. Fucking awesome. Good questions. Very chill. Easter Sunday, Swolster, ooh, Swolster, Swolester, Swolster Sunday. What would Papa Swolio do? What would Papa Swolio do? He would go to the fucking gym. Falcon, kick us off. Give us, give away this delicious fucking Swolker. What would Papa Swolio do? It's a great fucking question. Uh, we got a winner. It's in our Telegram chat. Guy P, congratulations, bro. Congratulations. I don't have the picture. I tried screenshotting it, but then it doesn't translate over. Guy, congratulations, you're watching. Guy P, congratulations in the Daily Swole Telegram chat. Everyone say congratulations to Guy. That's G-U-I. Um, maybe your, your name is one constant away from being Jim. Jim, like G-Y-M. That's a great name. You know what? If I have a son, if I have a son, I'm going to name him Jim, G-Y-M. Oh, yeah, go to the fucking show. That's right. All right. Uh, send us that email to support at swole card 2529 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. That's fucking lit. We'll take some soundboard requests. Guy, if you have a request, lay it on me thick and juicy. Lay it on the thick. He's on fire! Michael says when there's candy and donuts at work, ask yourself, what would Papa Solio do? WWPSD. What's your name, fat body? I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? There's Tiny Tuck, Typical Tuck, Total Tuck, and the Tyrannical Tuck. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Shut up, bitch! A jelly donut? What's in the box? You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. Girls have vagina. 
As you can see, my nipples have been removed from my body. Where they are, I don't know. I'm totally comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. Hadouken! 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 Emotional damage! Oh yeah. Mad gaming. Oh yeah. Could fiction work? Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Make your biggest stickers here of this. Don't bullshit me. No, nothing in my hands. Fucking undefeated. Undefeated. Dotson, we've got Dotson here. Undefeated. Okay, thank you so much, fam. We'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time for the accountability meeting. Join us, onearmousx.com. Thanks for being here and uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Peace, McGee's Deuce Magoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found that young king with my crown at ten.